Hi, this is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's do a report for what I anticipate to be going on in the month of August for both bass and trout. Now, the majority of our aquatic insects have really finished their hatching. We'll get a few, but the majority of what the trout are feeding on now are the terrestrial insects and the midges. I've created what I call a change of pace fly selection. These are flies that they feed on, but that are really not that heavy along the stream. But in some cases, they're very effective because they're patterns that people just aren't beating them to death with. For example, the oakworm that fall into the stream from the down timber, kind of rotten, good-sized timber, half in and half out of the water. A lot of oakworms live under that bark and fall into the stream. And I've actually seen them drifting along, and the trout would just get almost on feeding stations like they would for a quill gordon hatch. So the, the oakworm is definitely worth fishing. Now, the house fly that I developed a good while ago has a different silhouette. I tie this with down wings, which lie flat on the water when we're fishing it. Now, there are plenty of house flies all over these streams. They're on the boulders along the bank. So, on the mountain streams, you can really expect good fishing with them. But what I was really impressed with are the heavily fresh streams such as, oh, yellow breaches, those kind of streams, uh, that get a tremendous amount of fishing pressure that show them the same flies over and over and over again. This house fly with a down wing creates a different light pattern than the average fly shown to them. I've gone right along behind guys fishing, for instance, a beetle that are taking a few. I come along and fish this down wing pattern and catch fish after fish after fish. So it shows the trout a different light uh, pattern and a different silhouette than what they're used to getting. And it's a realistic looking thing. So I do exceptionally well with that uh, Murray's housefly. Now the yellow jackets that live in the sod banks along the stream they fall in. In fact, I was shimmying down one bank one time, and I shimmied right into one of those nests, and you better believe I was ending up in the stream to get away from them. But they get in the stream, and when they're on the water, they sort of kick along on the surface. So if you use the Murray's Yellow Jacket and fish it upstream, dead drift, but with in part just a general twitching action to it, I've had great luck with that. Now, the inchworms, everybody thinks they're restricted to an earlier time in the season, and they are on earlier. But I see inchworms on the water throughout July and August. So I've, and I've been fishing with Ed Shank and see him take fish right and left on inchworms that are passing up everything else. Now, I like to put a little extra snap on my cast to attract their attention when I'm fishing an inchworm. I think this kind of calls their attention to it and makes them scoot across the pool to take it. 
an easy way to make that bug splat on the water is to use a roll cast and just snap it at the very last minute and that'll cause it to sort of splash on the water and all of a sudden zap here comes a trout chasing it right across the uh, pool so those are very effective uh, techniques to use on that now the the midge the chironomid mid midges uh, the little one guys all the size 20 22 that kind of thing they come out heavy in the evening and we'll see most of those in the slack water over to the side of the pool or a big slow pool a big slow back eddy that kind of thing and many of the trout that feed on those actually cruise around back there i fish a number 20 mr rapidan midge to those cruisers try to anticipate their path and then drop it right out in front of where they're cruising and this is very challenging and very exciting water so the change of pace flies that i play with i find very effective at this time of the year of course our streams are real low now so you've got to use a very cautious approach I have gone down and I'm using 7x most of the time with all of these so use a slack line cast sneak in on them as best you can go to 7x and just hope for the best because you're not gonna get many freebies this time of the year all right let's talk about the bass a little bit this can be exciting I sort of fell into it by accident many years ago but I've been cashing in on it big time ever since I was waiting across the South Fork of the Shenandoah right above Siegfried's Landing and I, what I was doing I was headed for that far bank and I was going to slip down and try some of those nice riffles on downstream but I got within about 50 feet of the bank and I noticed that there were real thick aquatic grass beds all along that bank in water, we'll say two feet deep. Well, in those grass beds, there are oodles of shiner minnows. So I had bass in there chasing those shiner minnows, feeding along the edge of that grass. So I put a silver outcast on and started casting back in there. When I'd see a bass chasing the minnows I'd cast out in front of him zap get into that just keep I kept on fishing upstream and upstream and as far as I could see upstream I had feeding fish on those shiner minnows if I saw the chase I'd go to that if I didn't see the chase I just cast in against those grass beds and that was terrific fishing now I have cashed in on this many many times since then in addition to the grass beds along the bank there are a lot of ledges going across the south fork of the Shenandoah where they're actually lying perpendicular to the flow and many of these are encircled with aquatic grass beds water running a foot and a half to two and a half feet deep and again they are just loaded with shiner menace bass go in there chasing in there and you can shoot a fly out in front of them and pick up a lot of those if you don't see active chase i'm still using the silver outcast if you don't see active chases around those grass beds that are encircling those ledges 
go ahead and just cover the edge of the ledge and work your way around those great big ledges. This is a very exciting form of bass fishing and it takes some very big bass. So look for this. It is going to be at its best late in the evening, but right up the dark, this can give you some outstanding fishing. If you have any questions on this, I'll help you find the areas that I'm getting the good fishing and all that. But just give me a ring or stop by and we'll pull the maps and take a look at them. But this is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Thank you so much for being with us.